I'm David S. Dawson from the Intellectual Podcast, a show that spotlights creatives from all walks of life. Part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other incredibly geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Done. Another one, please, landlord. Oh, off my old man as well. We're celebrating. Celebrating? Mm. Turns out I'm not crazy. No, I'm just broken. Now, the way I see it, I can either wallow in self-pity or I can be like those Japanese teacups which get put back together with melted gold. Or in my case, bourbon. I think you should take this seriously. Oh, I'm being deadly serious. Quite possibly dead. But hey, Van Gogh did incredible things with an inflamed brain. So, leave me the bottle and a few spare ears. Jack? How did you survive it? I didn't. Right, the positronics. A new fully synth prototype body. I don't suppose you've got another one in my size, have you? I lived with Iromodic syndrome for decades. Fate is a way of surprising us. And you're young, Jack. If only you were as good at passing on genetics as you are wisdom. For so long, my mother thought to protect me from you. To shield me from being collateral damage in the life of Jean-Luc Picard. Irony is... Maybe I was doomed before I was even born. And welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we continue our discussion of the Picard series starring the maitre d' of Lydio, that admiral we saw for a few episodes of Battlestar Galactica, and Mr. Reading Rainbow himself. It's episodes five and six of season three of Star Trek Picard. But first, he's the awkward engineer who finally managed to get laid twice. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? Awkward engineer that. Who am I? <laughs> oh my god! Really? Which one am I? You you awkward. can't you can't figure that out. Awkward engineer. Awkward engineer. Yeah, the engineer who was oh, always awkward around oh, women. I got gotcha. you. Finally yep, managed okay. to get laid at least twice. Yep. Yep. I'm with you now. I'm Jordy. Oh I got gotcha. you. God, you're an idiot. All right. Well, at first I was thinking you had me as like <laughs> Shaw or something. Cause he was an engineer too. I'm like, wait, when did they mention the fact that he got laid? That what? And then, and then I'm like, Oh, <laughs> jeez. All right. Oh, for fuck's sake. A minute. Yeah. It took a minute. That one, any- <laughs> that one was bad. You got any news for uh, us? Yeah. Yeah, I've got some. Um, so, uh, do you want um, do you want topical, satirical, or this kind of sounds like the podcast that I just uh, edited today? 
Yeah, I was editing a podcast today, and you gave me the same options. So I'm giving you the options, topical, satirical, or something completely different. Uh, Let's start with something completely different, then we'll go topical and then satirical. All right, so dandelions are alien UFOs. What? I don't. What? Oh, sorry. I misread that first sentence. Um, So... There is a uh, theory out there that a uh, alien mothership might be lurking in our solar system and is watching us with tiny probes dubbed dandelion seeds. See how I could get that confused that dandelions were UFOs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got this yeah. off of fucking Discord. <laughs> I did. Look, <laughs> when SP slaps something down. SP needs to stop feeding you shit. Rub jumps on it like a bad habit. Um, yeah, anyway, so there's a uh, paper out there, a draft paper, that it is feasible that there could be a spaceship, a uh, spaceship, uh, you know, hanging around in our neighborhood somewhere, uh, sending out little tiny probes to see what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 That's as far as I got. Cause, you remember uh, my, my response to that, that article that he posted? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. You I don't, don't remember that. You don't remember yeah. the the response? No, I don't. I think I don't. you do. They, I think you just don't want to. This was this was posted so long ago. I've been holding. Uh-huh. It for no, like no, it was posted like you know two or three days ago. Well, you know, I got touched by a woman today. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah, my response was, it's possible that Rob will someday know the touch of a woman, but I wouldn't bet on it. Yeah, well, look, it is what it is. Um, I have another, I have another news article. Okay, go. Okay, so uh, the new moon spacesuit was uh, was uh, revealed um, on Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday, March 16th. So a week ago. Okay. Two weeks ago. Yeah. So they, they, uh, they released, uh, images and a, um, and a video of the new space suit, uh, or moon suit. So that, that's, uh, kind of exciting. Um, it, it's in a nice sleek black and orange, uh, but that's not actually what it's going to be. It'll be white when it come when it's actually used. Uh, they use black and orange uh, right now so that it would hide some of the features, proprietary features or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it and it will be white, uh, you know, because it's all about uh, keeping yourself uh, temperature regulated when you're up there right. getting blasted by radiation. So, do you have a picture of this new I, moon I, suit? I do. do. Are you wanting a? Are you wanting a picture of it? Do you? Well, want to yeah, see what it looks I would like? like to see what it looks like, so we can have a short discussion oh, about it. Man, all right, here, fine. Paste it there. There you go. There's a picture of it. Um, Ooh, swanky, swanky. Yeah, I, I, you know, personally, I wish they would keep it as black and orange because that'd be kind of fancy looking. Kind of, yeah, it, it does kind of look pretty cool in the black and orange. It kind of looks like yeah. the suits that they used in Armageddon. Yeah, almost, yeah, except the suits in Armageddon, they were all orange, weren't they? Uh, you know, yeah, I think. Construction. I think so, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it would be, um, 
it would be kind of cool if they were that. I understand why it can't be. Uh, but it does. The only thing, the only thing I, and I understand why it's doing that, but the only thing that looks really weird is the shoulders. It looks like the shoulders are like swung forward. Yeah. Like trying to like, yeah, like, you know, do a Hans or Franz <laughs> thing going on. We will bump you, know? you up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, I understand that that's because they had to, you know, you're working in in front of you most of the time, so they had to make sure that there was good range of motion. Right. Um, I wonder if the head swivels at all. No, I doubt it would. You you, you don't think so? Yeah, I, I bet that's stationary. Okay. It'd be kind of cool if it, like, swiveled just a little bit, you know? I mean, it's um, it's got a pretty broad range of view just in terms true. of the visor. So you could that's turn true. your head inside the helmet and be able to see uh, a pretty decent range right so you could turn your head to the left and right you probably have what 170 degree degrees of of visor that you can look through yeah maybe looks like it's got quite a few headlamps on it yeah so that's i count four yeah looks like four um yeah i mean this will be interesting uh when it's uh finally shown uh, in its full color or, uh, final color, I should say it is full color right now. Um, some, a few things that they did of note is that, um, uh, it is called, um, AX EMU. Yeah. I see the AX on the front. Yeah. AX EMU, uh, AX, I believe is because of, uh, Axiom Space is uh, who is running this thing or who is uh, designing this. And then EMU because it's the extra vehicular mobility unit. Oh, I thought it was a suit for birds. Well, it, it is. I mean, uh, they, they've they reinforced the helmet so they'll, they'll be able to shove their head into the moon um, <laughs> and hide. So that'd be great. Especially when, you know, the, the dude from that uh, door comes out and says, hey, what you guys doing? Because, you know, they are going to the <laughs> what far side of the moon or whatever. Are they? Or something, or South Pole or something. You know, they're going somewhere where they haven't been before. So somebody's coming to come out and say, hey, get off my lawn. It's bound to happen. Bound to happen. Um, so that's that. Uh, they've got... Um, uh, this should uh, accommodate both male and female, uh, uh, or at least, well, 90% of the male and female, uh, which uh, I guess I guess that 10% of the uh, Earth won't be able to go to the moon. Um, That's a shame. Yeah, I thought That's a shame. I, I think that 10% yeah. of the, the Earth was really looking forward to going to the moon. Yeah, yeah, but that's all right. Um, it, but that's important, the, the being able to fit both male and female, because they, I believe they're planning on having a female go up on the first, on the first moon landing. Seems reasonable. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Since uh, they will be the first person up there, first uh, female up there ever. Right. Um, that'll be interesting. Um, and then, uh, you know, just because they might, maybe it'll be a person of color. You know, because there's that thing that they want to try to do. Because everything I've ever that I've been reading, you know, it's like, yeah, first female and first person of 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 color will be setting foot on the moon. It's like, 
Okay. Cool. Congratulations. Um, but they, right now they're, uh, they got to test it. So make sure it doesn't leak. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'll do it in the, you know, the water, the water buoyancy tank thing. Whatever they call it, neutral buoyancy laboratory. Right. The 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 giant swimming pool. Right. So yep. they'll t- they'll double check all that, make sure it doesn't leak, make sure that the range of motion is uh what they think it should be. So that uh, all right. Whoop de doo. All right, what else you got for us? Moving on. Um, I've got two more. I, I went four today. Oh my god! Yeah, because that alien mothership one was just uh, I just did it just to do it. Um, all right. So, uh, what is this? The Mars Odyssey um, orbiter, Mars orbiter named the Odyssey. Uh, it's running out of gas. Wait, it uses gas. Well, okay, it's running out of fuel. Okay. But good news. What's that? It's it's no longer running out of fuel. How's that? Well, they figured it out. Oh, they put up a, a filling station up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They figured well, they figured it out apparently. Or was there already uh, so, like a, a gas station up there someplace? It's the only thing I can think of. Um apparently, uh so the Odyssey has been running for about um uh, about twenty twenty years or so. Um, it was launched, uh, when was it launched? Uh, 2001. So, so it's, it hasn't been orbiting for 20 years, but it's been, it's been in space for, for 20 years, um, 22 years. Uh, for the last, uh, couple years, NASA has been a little concerned, uh, because the fuel supply on the orbiter was running really low. So they were like, oh no, we've only got, you know, another couple of years out of this thing, even though it's been doing really great. Uh, it's a shame. Mm-hmm. Well, they just recently figured out that, uh, yeah, they've got, they've got more gas than they, than they really thought. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> somebody put a, a little reserve in there and, and nobody told them or. Okay. So in, in their, uh, giant, Man, I don't know. They're giant. Uh, they weren't forward thinking. Um, they didn't put a fuel gauge on the the orbiter. What what does the orbiter use as fuel? I'm 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 assuming like plutonium or something, something radioactive. No, uh, it uses um, normal propellant. Oh, so, so this is. This isn't power. This is fuel for fuel maneuvering for, for maneuvering or maybe even, yeah, fuel for maneuvering, I guess. Oh, uh, keep it to keep it uh, afloat, (laughs) so to speak, you know, to keep it up in the, uh, to keep it up in its, uh, right. To correct orbits. Yeah. Yeah. Hydrazine. Okay. Hydrazine. So hydrazine gas. Yeah. Yep. So in, uh, and they didn't put yeah. a they didn't put a like a a pressure gauge they on the yeah, hydrazine gas tanks. Yeah, they didn't put any sort of gauge on it. So in 2021, summer of 2021, fuel estimates were uh that they had about 11 pounds of propellant remaining. 
later on in January of 2022, the, the, it, it, their estimates were six pounds. So it would run out of fuel in like less than a year. Okay. Which they're like, oh, dang, that's like way sooner than we expected. Uh, because the way that they do this, uh, the way they check on the fu- the uh, fuels, the fuel supply, is they would heat up the spacecraft, uh, heat up the two propellant tanks using the heat using heaters that are on the spacecraft, and they would see how long it takes for them to reach a a certain temperature. Um, so, a- as as the person put here, as with a teapot, a nearly empty fuel tank would heat up faster than a full one. Right. It's not perfect, but it still gave Mission Control a good estimate of how much gas was left in the tank, so to speak. Um, because, you know, putting a gauge on it just <laughs> didn't make sense. Right, right, yeah. Uh, putting a pressure gauge on something just, ah, space, got to save space. Um, so, uh, yeah, they've been testing it that way. Come to find out they've been testing it incorrectly. Uh, because uh, they trying to figure out why it was losing more fuel or didn't have as much fuel as they figured. Um, a guy by the name of Boris Yindler, who is an outside consultant that specializes in spacecraft propellant estimation. Boy, that's so this- a niche specialization <laughs> right there. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it? That's what I thought. I was like, damn, we just so happen to have one of those guys. Um, he did some uh he did some digging and he figured out why their calculations were showing it so low, and that is because there is um there is a heater on the orbiter uh that is really close to the connection that is between the two fuel tanks. Um, and so since there is a heater there, it was causing the propellant to warm up faster than what was anticipated. So, so they were, you know, the propellant was heating up faster, which meant that, you know, they thought it was emptier and, you know, say la vie, they figured it out. Congratulations. Uh, the method of measurements, totally great. They just had to, you know carry a one somewhere (laughs) account for that extra heater yeah account for that extra heater so let's see i thought uh yep the the it turns out that the orbiter is going to be good until about 2025 okay so So, is that in line with their prediction or that is that is in line with their prediction but they are still checking to see if maybe they can get a better a, a closer estimation, a better, uh, you know, refine their formula or their measurement or whatever they're doing. Um, gotcha. You know, but, you know, less than a year to it's still got a couple of years. That's, that's great. Cool. What else you got? All right. So this is breaking news, breaking news as of Sunday, March 26th. Uh, we're going to go comic books. Oh God! And yep, yep. And it it appears that uh, King the Conqueror was oh, yeah. uh, trying to conquer his girlfriend, and uh, his girlfriend didn't want none of it. And uh, yeah, Kang was arrested. And yeah, yeah. This is a this is an interesting story. I've been reading a little bit about it. Yeah, yeah. So Jonathan Majors was uh, arrested. 
on Saturday uh, for was it domestic abuse? Um, I don't see what the. Let me see if I could. It doesn't say exactly what it was, but he was, uh, yeah, domestic abuse or abusive to his uh, girlfriend, his partner. Um, and apparently, uh, a lot of shit has come out since then in that uh, other people uh, are speaking out and saying, yeah, um, yeah, he's a dick. Um and uh, he's a vicious, I quote, a vicious, cruel, abusive human being. Yeah, yeah, uh, I read that article. Yeah, this is uh, coming from some people that have worked with them, um, and uh, specifically A.B. Allen. Uh, back in February, uh, A.B. Allen is a filmmaker tweeted that a beloved actor who in actuality is a vicious, cruel, and abusive human being both professionally and in his personal life, and every new viral thirst tweet about him drives me insane. Um, they never would say who it was, but then when Jonathan Majors was arrested, somebody, uh, a user tweeted, now we know who this tweet was about, and A.B. Allen responded by saying, ding, 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 ding. So... We'll see if there's any fallout from that uh, from Disney because apparent, you know, Disney's significantly, significantly more aggressive. Well, they're they're D- they're very risk averse, yeah. Especially yeah. with their, <laughs> especially with their Star Wars and Marvel series. So yeah, um, I, yeah. Depending upon what else comes out, I've, I've I read that article. I've read a few other articles about this. Uh, that says that apparently he's been a giant douche canoe for quite a while. Um, there wasn't a lot of, well, some of the articles said that, you know, some people tried to, you know, warn about him. Uh, just nothing happened. Um, yeah. Some of the articles didn't mention that. I've, I've seen a lot of outcrying from uh, people that, that knew or have been around him saying that, yeah, he's a, he's a horrible human being. I haven't seen a lot of people coming to his defense. So, but yeah. this is this is pretty new, and he says it, that it's uh, the the charges are false and that he didn't do what he's been accused of, and you know, it, it's still fairly early in in the uh, in the investigation, so I'm I'm not throwing any kind of weight to any of these articles quite yet. I want to I want to see a little more information come out before you know I make judgment. But yeah, but I mean. So people have come. There's a forward. lot of smoke. There's a lot of smoke right now. So uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, somebody saying something back in February, and then this happening, and they pretty much say, "Yep, this is who I was talking about way back then." Right. You know, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. It's um, unfortunate if it is because he was doing a really good job as King the Conqueror, and I can't see Disney. Holding on to him, if especially if the allegation is true. I mean, right. it may be that the allegation allegation isn't true, but he's still a, a giant douche nozzle. Um, yeah, I don't know what Disney would do at that point, but yeah, if the if these domestic abuse charges are are true, I can't imagine Disney holding on to him. 
Um, but I mean, they got they got rid of they got rid of um, what's her face uh, for just tweeting something. Right. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm, but, that's what I'm saying then, is. Yeah, but then they turned around. Cara, uh, Cara Dune. Uh, what was her? That name? was the that was the character. Yeah. 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 Um, but then they didn't do anything about. Uh, about uh, Letitia, Letitia or Letitia or Letitia Wright, right? Um, when she was going on her anti-vax tirade, right? And I, I wonder if maybe they got enough flack from the Cara Dune incident that they kind of pulled back a little bit on the Letitia Wright. Um, they right. they they didn't want to go quite as as hard, especially since you know they had Black Panther two coming out. Yeah, Soon. and, and so, Chadwick was was already passed. Yeah, was already, had already passed, and then it's kind of like ah shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I'm not. Yeah, judging, I'm not saying. I'm, I'm not, not saying yeah. that Disney is is axing people for moral reasons or ethical mm-hmm. reasons. I'm saying Disney is axing people for money reasons. Oh yeah. Well, they don't want to be associated with it because it'll hurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And they need uh, all the non-hurt they can get right now. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, so that is all I got. Okay. That was, that was twenty-three minutes. Did I did I waste enough time? <laughs> I think so. I mean, I liked these two episodes, so oh. I'd rather I'd rather Uh-oh. get into okay. it. It's not like well, we're it's not we're like we're reviewing a shit movie. Look, just shut up and start the pod crawl. You're All wasting right. time. Let's do this. We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Jack is having dark fantasies about murder, death, killing the crew as Riker hands the ship back over to Captain Sunshine. Shaw contacts Starfleet, who immediately sends an interrogation squad out to question Picard and Riker over their shenanigans. The squad is led by none other than Roel Laren, the Bajoran-turned-Maquis-turned-Starfleet intelligence officer. Picard is having none of his former protege questioning his methods after her betrayal of defecting to the Maquis. Roe drags Picard into the holodeck, because that's where all the deep conversations happen in the series, and they have it out, have a cry, hug and forget. Roe tells Picard that Starfleet has been infiltrated in the highest positions, and that he can trust no one. She then gives him her earring, and tells her retinue they are leaving. Well, since her personal guard are, of course, changelings, they sabotage her shuttle when heading back and beam back aboard the Titan to abscond with Jack. Jack, or at least his dark passenger, is having none of that shit and takes out his four-man death squad escort with ease. With Roe dead and the intrepid temporarily disabled, the Titan beats feet out of the sector, now a ship on the run. Picard and Riker hook up Roe's earring to their USB-C hub and get a bunch of classified documents as well as a couple of operatives that they recognize. Roe is Worf's and, by proxy, Raffi's handler. They send out a message to Worf to join them on their outlaw crusade as Jack confesses to his mom that he's got some mental issues. Turns out his mental issues are due to the aromatic syndrome he inherited from Papa Picard. Meanwhile, Work and Raffi arrive, and the team plans to raid Daystrom Station to find out what the changeling stole. 
When they arrive, Worf, Raffi, and Riker all beam to the station, but then a few Starfleet ships come to break up the party, and the Titan hauls us out of there to a Starfleet ship museum run by none other than Geordi LaForge. While on the station, Worf and the gang are accosted mm -hmm. by the station's security system, a projection of the hologram of Professor Moriarty who has terrible aim and even worse pitch. Riker figures out the riddle and finishes Pop Goes the Weasel for him, which gives them access to the central computer. The central computer is comprised of Sung's discarded artificial offspring all crammed together in a new, aged data-like shell. Starfleet, however, sends a raiding party so they have to leave quick fast and in a hurry, and Riker stays behind to cover their escape but gets captured in the process. Back at the museum, Geordi declines the invitation to help out Picard and become an outlaw like him, but his daughter and Jack decide that the Titan needs a cool new cloaking device, so they steal the one from the Bird of Prey with the custom whale tank inside. Geordi changes his mind about helping, because now he has an engineering problem to solve, and with their new cloaking capabilities, they head back to Daystrom just in time to beam out Worf and the gang, minus Riker and plus a very confused android. They hook up Data Lore Lol V4 to charge and start interrogating it, them, him, whatever. Turns out, the changelings grave-robbed Daystrom for Picard's old bones. Riker is about to be hauled off to Starfleet after getting a few face smacks, but refusing to talk, his interrogator shoots the other guards while face-melting and then beams to the Shrike with Riker, and roll Riker losing all of his cocky swagger when they reveal they've captured Troy. Credits. Alright, so, episodes 5 and 6 of season 3 of Star Trek Picard. Uh, mm -hmm. we're, we're moving ahead pretty quickly at this point or it's at, picking up steam. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a lot happened in these, these two episodes. Uh, the Titan actually got the, the hell out and is actually being pursued by, uh, Starfleet. Although mm -hmm. they're, they're kind of dropping little, uh, decoy buoys and, uh, warping out before they they get captured. Right. Right. Dropping a deuce and then leaving. Yep. 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 And, you know, before this, they were, they, they, well, Shaw had uh, contacted Starfleet saying, you know, giving a report of what happened. Starfleet came to interrogate Riker and um, Picard for a possible well, yeah. court martial, which, right. I makes mean, makes sense, sense because yeah. of the shit hey, that they pulled. You asshats stole my ship. Yeah. You're going to pay. Yeah. 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 Um, and, but then it turns out that uh, Starfleet has actually been, kind of compromised up to, you know, possibly the highest levels uh, by this changeling incursion. Yeah. How many levels are there? Um, I mean, like any bureaucracy, there's going to be levels upon levels, I'm sure. Are there levels inside of levels? There might be levels. It might be levelception. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so is there anybody higher than the admirals? Um, yeah, yeah. So there's various different levels of admiral, right? Okay. Um, and then you've got the the politicians from the Federation that kind of hold the reins of of Starfleet. Oh, uh, right, right. So the pre yeah, the yeah, president of right. the Federation is technically in charge of Starfleet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Gotcha. Uh, so. Picard doesn't know who to trust, and I guess Roe and him had a heart-to-heart. -heart. They kind of uh, figured out that neither one of them were changelings. They buried the hatchet, and then Roe instantly gets killed. Well, yeah, why, why hold on to another character? They've got plenty already. Well, yeah. So the Roe character was interesting. I liked her in The Next Generation. She wasn't on there just a ton, though. 
No. I want to say she was on there for several episodes during one season and like one episode on another season. Yeah, but then they make it sound like it's it's like she's like Tasha Yar or something like that, you know, like a main character that affected, you know. Well, she was. I mean, so that last episode that she was on, Picard had her infiltrating the Maquis as as a spy to get information, right? And then okay. she turned around and, and decided to stick with the Maquis. So that was the thing that actually happened in The Next Generation. Right, right, right. I, I, I read that. I don't remember that. I was young when <laughs> TNG came out. I thought you were watching the TNG series a while back. Look, I ran out of uh, time uh, because um, I've been having to watch other stuff like a mad man. And, uh, whose fault is that? Yours. How for is that decided, my fault? Look, you decided that you wanted to do like 14 billion episodes. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. That was the man in the mirror. Man in the mirror. No, it wasn't. That was, that was you. No, you go stare at a mirror, and that was the person that, that decided. Oh. On that. No, you yeah. you okayed it. You could have vetoed it, but no, you okayed it. So, um, but, no, I just, I just, uh, so other stuff happened, and I, I haven't gotten very far on rewatching. Uh, it also doesn't help that um, I'm watching it on Paramount Plus with commercials. Ooh, boo! Yeah, so you know, always go commercialless. Yeah, look, some of us just aren't lucky to get a commercial-free <laughs> version for some strange-ass reason. Uh, I don't, I don't sh- know how you handled that, but sh- hey, sh- don't tell them. Yeah, yeah, yes, because they listen to your show. <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah, it would be just my luck. Yeah, that yeah. one of the people that is in charge of that would be listening and going, hmm, and start doing hey, some investigation. Well, you know what? In in that case, hey, can you guys just be great and turn the commercials back on for Jason and give me the commercial-free access so I can rub it in his face? Fuck you. This is getting edited out. No, no. Keep it. Keep it in there. We got to see. We have to prove. We have to do an experiment. And it's not just the commercial-free access. It's just the... Free access. Oh, that's true. That's true. You never got charged for it. Shh. Are you are you sure you didn't like pay for like a year in yes. advance or something yeah, like that? I'm and sure. you're just on the tail end of it? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I can't pay for it if I wanted to. You can't pay for it if you wanted no, to. No, the account is jacked up. I can't make any changes to the account. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Star Trek. Star Trek, moving on. All right. Moving on, um, Star Trek. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what did you think of these two episodes? Um, so I liked, I liked the first one. Uh, it, was, it was good. Um, the intrigue was in there. Again, I don't know enough of Roe to know, uh, you, you know, to, to feel the the hatred 
behind her, you know, that Picard was feeling, you know, I got no, I got no context for that. Mm-hmm. I just, I just know of her. Um, and, uh, you know, frankly, I was waiting for the Pegasus to show up and then for her to shoot somebody in the face. <laughs> right. Cause that's what she does as a captain. Right. Oh, but she's a, no, man. she was an admiral. Oh, Admiral. That's right. That's That's what you do as an Admiral. You shoot people in the face. Yes. Yep. Um, Anyway, so I was, I I was more intrigued by the, I was more intrigued by the, 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 not political plot, but the, the subterfuge of the changelings, you know, um, and, and what they're doing there. Um, I am happy that they, tried to explain the changelings and the reason why they don't look like gold glue, uh, goo anymore. Oh, because of the virus, right. Uh, virus. They think it's because of the virus or an evolution because now they can bypass the scanners. Right. Um, I am happy that they, uh, you know, and that's not actually, that's actually something that I didn't think of. um, in terms of, okay, they had this whole war against the changelings. Wouldn't they have countermeasures, you know, type of deal? I didn't think about that in and amongst it. It was just like, okay, the war's over, the war's over. Um, I, I was kind of, I was kind of impressed that they, that, that seven brought that up, you know, that they, they brought up the whole, you know, we have bioscanners that, you know, when you go into any ship or whatever that are supposed to look for that, Kind of thing, right? Um, you well, know, I thought so they was, did mention that in an episode earlier. Well, they had. Uh, did it? Was it? In a, yeah, well, yeah. It yeah was, they mentioned it how to get past, but they never mentioned the fact that it's like, yeah, they shouldn't have been able to type of deal. It was just how did they get past us? You know, um, and they brought they mentioned you know that yeah after the war we had all these things in place and and I thought that was that was a kind of a neat. Uh, a neat extra that they added, you know, and that, right. You know, it's not episode of the day type of type of stuff, you know, right. they're actually bringing old stuff back. Um, yeah. There was a lot of nostalgia in these two episodes. Oh God. And now I have some, I do have a few issues and we can talk about that. Uh, but it's, it's, it's kind of in the daystrom area there. Okay. But, um, uh, you know, so, so that episode I liked. Um, second episode, uh, I liked that as well. Uh, sort of. Overall, I liked it. I have some very problematic issues. And I will mention that I, uh, I, I, hate, I hate doing two episodes at a time. Why? Well, because I can't, I can't like, make predictions. You can make predictions? Well, I can, but I can't make the prediction on the show and then be able to say, dang, I was right yet wrong. I was wrong. You were, yeah, you were off. I was way way off. off. Yeah. You were way off. Samsonite. Oh my God. You were way off. Um, Yeah. So I I enjoyed these two episodes. I thought the, I thought the fifth episode was um, a good transition to kind of moving the, the plot forward. So, so we're yeah. kind of hitting this crescendo where the plot is 
is moving forward at, at a, a higher speed. Uh, a lot is going on in these two episodes, um, but I, I, I still think it's well-paced. Um, I didn't feel rushed on anything so far. Um, no, uh, it was it was rushed. It was rushed, but it was rushed for the right reason. Right, right, on, right. On, on episode five. It was, I didn't feel like they were I'll, rushing through the plot just to get through no, it. No, they were rushing because of it needed to happen. Right, yeah. Time yeah. was a factor. Yes, yeah. So I, it was. It was a very good pace. Sense um, of urgency. I, I like seeing Ensign Rowe again, or, well, she's Commander Rowe now. Commander Rowe. And because she was, she was actually a, a, a pretty good character on the next generation. In my opinion, um, I enjoyed the episodes that she was on. Um, and I was, I was sorry to see that she had left the show back in the day. Um, and after doing some reading, you know, I kind of understand why she didn't want to become a main cast. They actually had intended for her to go over to DS nine, um, as one of the main cast. Oh. So she was going to be, um, Oh, she was going to be Kira. Yeah. She was going to be Kira's yeah. character or yeah. she was going to, and they, they replaced her character with Kira. Right, right, right. She was yeah. going to be the liaison, uh, right. between Starfleet and the, and right. Bajor. And, and they were going to try to solve the Maquis situation. Right. 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 Um, but okay. she didn't want to, she didn't want to be held down to, uh, a lead cast for five or six seasons. And so she decided, nah, which That's is a shame. I think, I think she would have, well, I don't know. The, the writing on DS nine sucked. So I don't know that she could have, could have helped that. I think it's, okay. I think it would have been, there should, there would have been some changes though, because that's a, that's a really different character from what I've seen from Kira. Right. Kira is very much, um, religious. Right. She was mil. she was military, but she was very religious. She, she was very deep in her, her prophets and that kind of thing. And I didn't, I didn't get that from Roe. So no, much. no, at least, at least not here. Apparently she was very, she held, you know, her earring and everything was very important to her and TNG. Um, you know, so it's kind of interesting. They're like, Hey, where's that? Right. Um, let's see what else. What about, oh yeah. What so about six. Say so what? What about six? Episode six. So I, I like them with five. Yeah, yeah. So five, um, Five was kind of a transition episode, so we're we we got the we're getting the gang back together. So Rafian and Worf uh, finally meet up with the Titan, right? Um, and that was due in large part to the episode, the the events that happened in episode five uh, with uh, Ro passing on the information through her earring. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was sad to see like Ro actually die. I guess you know that that character is done for. And that makes sense because I mean I I Is doubt she, though? You don't think Yeah, I'm pretty I, I think so. Look, they've been known to bring characters back to life. I don't see how she would have gotten off the shuttle alive before the explosion. <clears throat> Excuse me. I got I got a little little data stuck in my throat. <laughs> so I yeah, I, I think the character's done for. I think she, yeah. I think she's dead. Yeah. Um, and 
it was interesting to see that uh, to see some more of Jack's hallucinations. And as we learn in the next episode, Jack's hallucinations are supposedly caused by the Eremotic syndrome. Do you think that that's actually the reason? I don't think so, um, because Picard never mentioned that he suffered from hallucinations. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, they and- they um they kind of explained that a little bit on the last two episodes of the Next Generation. When he was when he was flipping back and forth through time, right? When he was old man Picard, um, they were questioning whether he was actually, you know, seeing what he saw because of his well, erotic yeah. syndrome. Right. So I mean, yeah, but they, but they weren't violent. No, they weren't violent. But I mean, hallucinations. I mean, Jack seems to be having like some. Massive, violent, nightmarish right things, right? So, yeah, I'm not. I'm else. not convinced that it's the eremotic syndrome that's actually uh, uh, causing just, his hallucinations either. Yeah, I think they just found out that he has it, and that's what they're attributing it to. But there's got to be something else because why do the changelings want Jack? Right. Yeah, and that's the key too because. They they want Jack, but they also apparently wanted some of uh, Picard's, you know, genetic information too, because that's actually what they stole from Daystrom Station. And yeah. I was getting Daystrom Station and Daystrom Institute conflated. Yeah. So whenever I made my predictions, I thought that they had robbed Daystrom Institute and not Daystrom Station. I guess Daystrom Station is. Uh, something new that they built since the first season of Picard because B4 used to be at Daystrom Daystrom Institute. Yeah. Yeah. But now B4 is... is, They pulled out the shelf. Yeah. And now B4 is at the Daystrom Station. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, his head was there. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I don't... Yeah, maybe that's new. Um, Because they also talked about AI, or not AI, uh, artificial beings being citizens now or something, or being allowed. Yeah, yeah. So they Um, they lifted the ban on uh, synthetic research. Synthetic research and synthetic uh, societies or whatever. Right, yeah. Um, So... Yeah, maybe maybe they built. Uh, well, I mean, it's a Section Thirty One station, apparently. Right, right. So there's there's no telling, but yeah, I was I was I wasn't confused on it. I I knew that they were two separate things, but I didn't. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, well, Daystrom's got a, a station, also. You know, but I didn't think it was like classified re you know that type of deal right um but i knew it wasn't the institute that's you know i'm like seriously the institute they stole something from the institute down on on the planet right that's impressive yeah so yeah my prediction was wrong so i had predicted that um that data was going to be what they had lore. stolen or lore. Had, lore. Yeah. Yeah. Lore was what they were. They, they had stolen from Daystrom station and that right. Picard and the crew were going to use Moriarty as kind of a, a, 
uh, a countermeasure against whatever lore was doing. Right. Yeah, I was totally wrong. So totally, totally in love. Moriarty was just this kind of uh, cameo appearance yep. that acted as the front end of the security system, and really, it was just a a riddle that was being posed by uh, the the data or the soon conglomeration uh, mm-hmm. that was running Daystrom Station as you know this this riddle to open the secret door that Riker had to figure out. Right. And, um, I, and, and I predicted that in, in that, and this is where I was getting at before is so in the episode when they were talking about it was secured by a sophisticated AI. Mm-hmm. That's when, um, I started kind of sort of putting two to two together. And I said that, uh, the AI, and I texted you this, I said that the AI was, uh, lore and or Moriarty. Right. Because um, yeah, it could have been, it could have been either one, you know, because Moriarty was, was something more than just a hologram. Yeah. You know, in fact, they um, gave him a, they gave him a portable hologram later on. Right. And allowed yeah, think, him yeah. to actually leave the holodeck. Right. Right. So he didn't get a mobile emitter like a la, you know, doctor from Voyager, but they gave him like, what they they put it made a ship that w- had holograms or something right. like that, um, you know. So I thought I was thinking, okay, though that's what's holding holding down the AI, boy. So and I was slightly wrong too. Uh, it wasn't lore. <laughs> Apparently, it's a data. I would have never thought of data. Who would have thought that they would have brought data back alive right. for the third time? I know, I know. This is getting a little ridiculous. I'm I'm over it. I really, I really, okay. So I'm, I'm okay to an extent of the reasoning. Uh, you know, it was a copy of his positronic brain from that he had downloaded when he was trying to do stuff or whatever. I'm okay with that. Um, I, what I'm not okay with is the fact that they're still, saying that he's data, you know, I mean, and yeah, they're saying he's something else and something else, but I would have been better if it was something that looked like Brett Spiner, Brent Spiner, but was something, a new character that had access to data's memories, so to speak, not the way that they went now where it's basically split personalities and data actually shows up. Right. You know, and, and it's like, and they start calling him data. I would have been a lot, I mostly because they have done, they have tried so hard to kill that guy off twice now. And I don't think that Brent Spiner enjoys getting in all that makeup. I, I, I thought that I had read that, he didn't want to do data anymore because he didn't want the the fucking time that it took to get in the makeup. Right, right. And now and, he's doing and, it again. Jesus Christ, man! They must have fucking yep. backed up to, backed up a fucking truckload of money to him. Yeah, something. Um, you know, and, and well, they they lessened the time. I read somewhere. Uh, I read an interview. Uh, Brent and uh, LaForge, um, whatever his name. Oh my God, Lavar Burton. Drunk. LeVar Burton, I was like, yeah, I was drawing a blank. Uh, they did an interview 
Um, and supposedly they got the makeup time down um, quite a bit uh, for for data. Um, so it doesn't take near as long and isn't as um, intrusive, okay, so to speak, I guess. Um, you know, I guess better contacts and, and right. that kind of deal. Um, y- you know, so. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I guess they paid enough money. I guess so. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so it'll be interesting to see if they keep data online and actually take him with them because we saw Lore's personality pop up a few times. Right. And that is definitely not what they want to you know, complicate this, this entire matter. The last thing they need to do is deal with lore as well as this, this changeling threat. Yeah. So it looks like, it looks like data is a golem as well. Um, like, like Picard. Right. So, so it, it sounded like when soon was talking that he made himself a synthetic body similar to Picard's and that, yeah, it but it's not, die. It's not fully synthetic though, right? Or it's not fully biosynthetic because he like shot a projection out of his right. eye holes. R- right, right, yeah. Yeah. But maybe 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 the the body itself is biosynthetic and that you know there's a shelf life to it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um but yeah, I mean hopefully this will be the last time. Yeah. So, um it's interesting that the changelings stole Picard's old body. It's even more interesting that Starfleet preserved both Picard's old body and Kirk's old body. Okay, so here, here's one of my, this is a quabble. They shouldn't be able to hold on to Kirk's body. Why? Kirk was vaporized in the ribbon. Was he? He No, no, he no. Was. Kirk Kirk died. Kirk died um, on on the on that planet that they were uh, yeah oh, okay, generations okay, yeah so so he got he got he got he got pulled out of the it. ribbon helped that's helped right, Picard, that's right. Picard he stop got, what's his face from from launching the rocket that would have um, right. hit the ribbon okay. or made the ribbon hit the planet yeah yeah I forgot about that because because I was like no he he like dematerialized or whatever. Like there was no body when he got yeah, no. sucked into the ribbon. No, I forgot. He got that pulled he got, out of the ribbon. Yeah. He, they, he got out of the ribbon helped and then got crushed by the bridge. That's yep. right. Yep. That's right. Okay. All right. Well, it was still a problem that I had. then. <laughs> um, I was like, wait a minute. He was, there's, there was no body. What the No, heck? they've actually been pretty tight. This season they have about been. Been uh, good. continuity, yeah. Um, I'm a little, I'm a little convoluted on the Genesis device making a cameo. I thought there was only the one. The Genesis, I missed that. You missed the Genesis device. I did. That was that. Uh, that was that purple hueish thing that Worf looked at at the very beginning. I even i i went back and and paused it because like that. That looks like the Genesis, and it did. It said Genesis on it. Oh um, yeah, I missed that. Yeah. So the the very first thing before even the Kirk, um, the Kirk uh, reveal, um, 
the first thing that they looked at was a Genesis device. And I thought there was only the one uh, because uh, the doctor didn't want to do it again after the whole Wrath of Khan fiasco. Well, yeah, but they still would have had the the information on how to build another device. Would they have? Because I thought all that got destroyed. I thought they were the only two that could do it. You know, his 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 son and you know the booty call. I thought they were the only ones that really knew how it worked. But the the station that they were on that they had all that research on didn't get destroyed. Well, that's true. Well, maybe maybe they made another one, or it's just an Easter egg still. Right. I mean, I didn't have a quabble with that one. I just it is section I, thirty-one, so they may have just yeah. you know used the the old information and made a new one. Right. Maybe. Maybe. So I'm thinking Picard. I'm thinking there is something that they need to do on Founders Day. And they need Picard DNA. Well, I mean, but why? I mean, what what could it possibly be that they need Picard DNA for for Founders Day? We'll just have to watch and find out. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Seven and eight next next episode. I don't. I don't know why they would need Picard. That's the one thing. Yeah, I'm not sure either. So they need Jack. Is it just the Picard genes that they need? Are they trying to? Well, not why. Wait, why? Then why are they running after Jack? They got Picard a long time ago. I don't know. Not a long time ago, but they got they they had Picard from the beginning of the show, right? Because they stole Picard when they stole the the portal device. That's true. Yeah. So so why do they need Jack as well? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Was maybe maybe when Picard and I'm using air quotes and Crusher got together, maybe it wasn't Picard. Maybe it was a changeling as Picard and Crusher had a changeling baby. <laughs> you you think laugh. That's how it works. <laughs> You laugh, sir. Well, but Picard remembers hooking up with with Beverly, though. Does he though? He seemed can, to. Can you? I mean, maybe they've been infiltrating at the highest level. Maybe they implanted that memory into his positonic brain. I, I mean, maybe it's possible. But again, it's also possible that you'll someday know the touch of a woman. Look, anything is possible. Anything is possible, but whether it's mm-hmm. probable or not is another question. Well, fine. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. Okay. Another question for you. This was another issue that I had. What? This was, so, I, I really liked, I really liked the, 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 the ship graveyard, the ship museum. Yes, that was, that was kinda, really that cool. Was, that was cool to see all those different ships. Um, I read uh, an article uh, that kind of I did that identified them all, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Um, it took me. I, I was like, dang, what the hell is the New Jersey? Apparently, the New Jersey is uh, based off of the director's 
uh, not the directors, but uh, Kurtzman, Kurtzman, I think. Uh, that's his home state. Okay. So so he named, they named one of the, the Constitution class the New Jersey. Um, no, no actual significance other than it was a Constitution class. Right. Um, then we had the new Constitution class with the Enterprise A. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Bird of Prey. Bird of Prey, uh, uh-huh. HMS, Bounty, or whatever, the Bounty. Right. Um, would they, I mean, this This is like, okay, so, yeah, it won't be out anyway. Um, time travel for you. Here we go. Um this is the same problem that I that we had with Wonder Woman 84. Would you have a ship in a museum that had a fully functional cloaking device still installed on it? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, maybe if if you want to keep the ship whole and supposedly, you know, they're going to have some fairly decent security around all of that. And it is pretty ancient technology. So I'm not sure how long that cloaking device is going to last. It's still good. It's still functional though. Yeah, apparently it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's a good observation. It's like, it's a huge security risk to have something like that on a still active ship. Yeah. That's like, uh, or not a still active ship, uh, an inactive ship. Well, I mean, they got that somehow. They could have they could have towed it out, but I mean, yeah. But I'm just saying. I mean, it's it's more or less it's decommissioned. It's it's a it's a museum piece, right? Right. You know, that's right. like keeping a fighter jet fully fueled, right? So, so you can steal it and take it to <laughs> Egypt, <laughs> right? I mean, so you know, so I th- I had a little. I was like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I understand they needed some way to do it. I thought they were going to, honestly, I thought they were going to hijack one of the other ships. Like everybody just switched. Yeah, one of the older ships that wasn't fully connected to the Starfleet network. Yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking we were going to get like, you know, the Voyager or, or hell, even the 1701A or whatever. Right. That would have been cool. They they take the, the Enterprise A out. Yeah, I mean, I was, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. That's um, one thing that we haven't seen in the Picard series, right? We haven't seen the Enterprise. And supposedly we're going to. They're going to show the Enterprise F? I, you know, that's been the rumor that there will be another, an Enterprise will be shown. That that was r- prevailing rumors before the, before the season had even started. Yeah, one of the things that I'm curious about is supposedly in season one, Worf was the captain of the of the Enterprise. Now, I think it was still the Enterprise E. It may have been the Enterprise F. I can't remember exactly. I think it was it was still the E. It was still the E back then. So the Enterprise E, Worf was the captain of the Enterprise E, supposedly back then. Right. So I guess what happened between Season one and season three, that Worf decided to, I mean, pretty much leave Starfleet. Um, he found meditation. He found meditation. Yeah, this is a kinder, gentler Worf. Are you are you cool with that? I mean, yeah, I you know honestly, I I'm okay with him. 
being kinder, kinder and gentler or whatever, uh, you know, but can still kick ass when he needs to. Um, hey, can. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with this. Uh, I, and it's, and it gives, it, it gives a little bit of, of humor to a relatively <laughs> yeah. dark season. I loved whenever they were <laughs> beaming over to Daystrom station, uh, and the comment after, uh, Worf goes, uh, says something about, I'm, I'm, I'm about pacifist. peace and yeah, I'm yeah, a pacifist. We're now. all going to die. <laughs> Riker goes, we're all going to die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I am, I am okay with that. Um, it's, it, it, you know, something happened. He's getting older, I guess. And he's just, I mean, the guy's seen a lot of war, you know? Right. You know, he's seen a lot of ba- uh, battles and conflicts and, you know, he's, he's, re- I, my guess is he's semi-retired. Right. Right. No, I, I, so. yeah, I can see that. And I, I, I actually do like this, this new twist to the character. Um, it's definitely, it's, it's a total 180 from his yeah. character in, in TNG and, and DS nine yeah, where he yeah. is all about fighting first and asking yeah, very questions impatient. later. Yeah. Yeah. Very impatient. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's a nice twist to the character and it still stays true to kind of, uh, of his, his personality. So, yeah. Yep. Um, Final question that I have. Do you think that's Deanna on the Shrike? Uh, yeah. You do? You think they actually went and got Deanna? Y- yeah. Yeah, I think they did. I think because I don't, I don't find it Im- implausible that they wouldn't have because they've infiltrated Starfleet, so it's really easy to just have a Starfleet ship pick her up and then do a 180 on her and, ca- and you know, and throw her in prison and then transfer to the Shrike. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Shrike went and got her, but I, I think I think she had minions go and get her. Okay. You, you know, um, yeah, I think so. I'm I'm questioning it heavily. I'm not convinced that that's Deanna at this point. Yeah, I didn't. I honestly didn't even think anything of it. Um, so we'll see. Yeah, I would be. I would. I think I would be a little not upset, but I. I think it would be a cop out to bring the actress back to not play herself, not to play Deanna. You well, know, she's, to play, she's uh, played herself a little bit. Well, yeah, but, but, but I mean, it was a blink and you missed it type of deal. But, and now all of a sudden she's given a meaty role or so, so to speak, you know, but she's not even herself. She's playing a changeling. Right. You know, it'd be kind of like, really? I mean, Hey, we're getting the whole group back together, but uh, but not not you. You're actually somebody completely different. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, it'd be kind of yeah. I, I mean, hell, I, if they can bring no, damn it, if they can bring data back alive for this stupid ass reason, 
they sure as hell better let her play herself and not a changeling playing her. Well, maybe they'll bring act the actual Deanna back. Oh, to say, oh, yeah. Will, I missed you. <laughs> and then they walk off into the sunset, roll credits. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. She's already been on a, oh, no, you know what it is. You know, They're only allowed to have one strong uh, female lead from TNG, and they gave it to Crusher this time. Oh. So now, so now um, you, you know, Deanna's got to be arm candy uh, instead of the other way around. She was arm candy in like the first, you know, three or four seasons of TNG. Yeah, yeah. Until she got her own. Uh, Until they uniform. actually put her in a, a uniform. Yeah. 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 Yep. All right. Uh, any final thoughts? Uh, let's move on. Let's get uh, let's get uh, seven and eight coming. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to seven and eight. Let's get so. some answers questioned. Answers questioned? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> All right. You got a haiku for us this week? I do. This one is titled Underlying Theme. Old ship museum. Old friend refuses to die. Old crew reunite. Okay. Cool, cool. The theme, yeah, the theme is old people. Yeah, gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I got that from the old in every stanza. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. 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 You got any awards this week? I'm supposed to. Again, do you got any awards this week? I can. <laughs> Who's got your head lush? Uh, I'm sorry, you're black sk- lung. I was going to say, why are you sp- skipping that one? Vatic. Yep. That's who's getting mine too, Vatic. Heck yeah. Yep. She lights up on the bridge of the Shrike like a... <sighs> A hobo on leave. Which, which, I mean, is she just doing it just because she can? Because I, she's a changeling. Yeah, I don't know. Does, does nicotine or whatever, um, I mean, they don't eat. I don't know. Maybe now that they have organs, the. No, they can. Those- they can simulate organs. Well, maybe those simulated organs also simulate the function that those organs actually perform. Okay. Maybe. So maybe she is actually absorbing the nicotine Mm. when she smokes. Gets Gets her going. All right. Who's got your head lush? I gave it to Jack. Jack. Okay. Yeah. They, they went to the bar. Um, and, uh, he, um, you know, he, he drowned his news of, you know, basically being destined to die from an incurable brain disease. Uh, so he, uh, he consoled himself with a bottle of, um, whiskey, whiskey. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jack will get mine too. Okay. Uh, player. So I don't, you know, the only thing I could say is, um, you know, I'm going to give it to seven. Okay. You know, because Rafi shows up. Yeah. And, and Rafi is all, you know, has been missing seven or whatever. And seven's just kind of like, whatever. Business is normal. Yeah, but do you think she actually feels that way? Um, 
Probably not. And why do you think they broke up in the first place? Do you think they'll go over that? Yeah, see, that's what the... They're both working for Starfleet, so it's not like, oh, you know what I bet you it is? Because Rafi went back into the spy business. Oh, you think that's the reason? I think so. Okay. Because, because they, you know, they had that whole argument um, in the second season where, you know, you live for this stuff. You know, this is this gets you going type of deal. Um, you know, they were having that whole, ar- yeah, they were arguing over, you know, you can't, you always have to sabotage yourself or whatever. Yeah. Um, and she kind of did the same thing by do, taking a uh, undercover, deep cover assignment. Yeah. Now, whether she took the deep cover assignment and that's why they broke up or they had broken up for another reason and she took the deep cover assignment to try to get away, I don't know. You know what I mean? Trying to forget yeah. her problems. Right. So. Okay. Uh, my player is going to go to Deanna. Uh, she has Will, you know, wrapped so tight around her finger that the instant he sees her, uh, yeah, his his uh, his swagger. So he's he's captured by the changelings. You know, he's okay, yeah. basically toying with them. They they want information. He's like, "Fuck you! I'm not giving you any information. You can torture me. You can kill me. I don't care." I'm not giving you anything until he sees Deanna. And then he's like, well, fuck. Yeah. Well, I see. I don't know if it's De- if it's Deanna so, so much as it's just, you know, it's just him at that point. Right. And, and now they've got something over him. Yeah. Deanna. Yeah. It could have been somebody else. Maybe that he, do you think honestly, if if they had some play, somebody like Jordy or his kid, his kid, he'd be like, screw it, whatever, kill that bastard? Oh wait, no, that one's already dead. You think so? Maybe his kid, but somebody like LaForge or um, even Data or anybody else, other than possibly Picard, because that's his work wife. And Deanna, do you think he would give any information just because no. they're threatening somebody else other than those no. two people? No, I don't think so. Yeah. Neither do I. So she's getting my player. Okay. All right. Who's got your purple hippo? Uh, I'm giving it to Jack in his uh, crazy ass dreams, especially the one that uh, made him take out four people and or four changelings. Um, that's a good well, one. He, did, yeah, he didn't know it one. was, he didn't know they were changelings at the time. That's, that's the the screwed up part is he went freaking psycho and thought they were humans. Right. <laughs> How did you I know they were changelings? I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> do you think that was Jack and at, at the wheel though? Or do you think that was, I don't, I don't think maybe so. whatever's think, possessing him. I think it's whatever's possessing him or whatever is controlling him or doing whatever, because you know, he had that, you know, at the beginning of the episode or whatever, he had that that dream where he murdered the entire bridge crew, um, and then he comes to, sees that he has a phaser in his hand and drops it. Right. Right. Immediately. Yeah. Um, I think. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. There's something wrong with him, and it's not him. It's not necessarily it's, the aromatic. Yeah. No, it's there is something else. 
Yeah, I agree. Well, mine's he's got, he's, he's got a changeling stuck inside him. That's my, how they. That's how they uh, are able to get around the uh, detectors. That's actually not they, a bad theory. Yeah, they like they breed themselves inside humans or whatever, absorb their essence. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I don't um. Know. So yeah, mine's gonna go to uh, data lore lol before. Okay. Um, because when they put him online, he was switching through several different personalities and very, very confused. And that's got to be just an absolute weird fucking moment to be brought online and have pretty much no idea where you're at or who you are. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll buy that one. Okay. All right. What are we doing well, next week, uh, next week, I think, uh, why don't we do this new show called uh, Star Trek Picard? Um, can we start in the middle of the season and just do like six and seven or seven and eight? Let's do seven and eight. Okay. Yeah. And let's do season three. Let's not do the, oh, the first two. Just totally skip season yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just skip season like one, it. skip season two. We'll just well, do you know, seven and eight it, of season three. If it's if the show's any good, it gets to the third season, and that's when the when it really starts getting good. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, so next uh, next episode we will be doing season three of Star Trek Picard, episodes seven and eight. It's decided. We'll just Perfect. pivot away from everything else that we've done. Yeah, and do yeah. that. Okay. Sound good? Sound. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm on board. All right. Well, that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Fix My Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon, and make sure to visit Gunna Geek for more great shows at gunnageek.com. For this episode, I am Jason. Dude, I would have just taken a Defiant. It already had a pre-installed um, cloaking device on a Federation ship. Yeah, but that's a, that's a pretty small ship to go do shit with. They've got a skeleton crew. It's fine. All right. We'll talk to you next episode. <laughs>